This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Wednesday night. Yes, it's Wednesday night and it's 7 in the p.m., which can... That was very radio, wasn't it? Oh, very North Norfolk digital, which surely mean one thing. Yes, this is the familiar sight and sound of the Scarf Begara Ward, your weekly review of all things what are relating to county. Joining me, Nick Lee, it's a man once described as the returning Russ Johnson. Yes, it's the returning Russ Johnson. Hello, the returning Russ Johnson. Uh, hello, the constant Nick Lee. For not returning, really. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you all right, man? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. I'm good. I'm good. I had a bit of an illness last week. Um, so yeah, I didn't go for my meal. I, I was ill. I was too ill. There you go. So I couldn't. I couldn't come on oh, anyway. Okay. Yeah. Oh well, I'm, I'm sure our listener from last week was keeping an eye on what you were doing anyway, because I snuck out and missed the goal, didn't you, last I week? I know. I know. Maybe we'll come to that um, when we talk about the match. We're not going to talk about that much. Yeah, we're going to talk about that much. No, we're not. No, we're not. We're not well, no, because we talked about it on the on last, the yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. it coming up. Yeah, just shows you, doesn't it? You do one. You you shag one sheep, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's you why know. you're learning Welsh, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. To whisper sweet nothings. So yeah, so tonight we're what we're going to do. We've got uh, a couple of guests to to drag out. Uh, unlucky for them but we're going to do a bit of admin first uh but we'll get our first guest out first then we'll get matt from the i gotta get this right because i don't want to i don't want to name him from his rivals podcast from the stevenage fc podcast and not borough pod because they're the other ones definitely not, sure. not borough pod definitely not borough pod because they're they're, 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 the arch, they're the arch rivals of uh the stevenage <laughs> fc podcast so we'll get we'll get matt out who uh, who is probably the most positive Stevenage fan I have ever met in my life, and that was when they were plan- planning to go down. So God knows what he's going to be like tonight. Yeah. 
<laughs> be tearing him off the walls. Uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll talk to Matt for, for a bit. Uh, Dave will get out in a second and he'll join us for the, the rest of the show. We're going to talk about Stevenage on Saturday. We'll cover the Harrogate and Crawley wins as they were. Um, we'll discuss Hinchliffe as well. Is he the greatest county goalkeeper ever? If you are watching yes, live on YouTube, there is a live, there's a live poll. Uh, there's been some dissenters. And if we're still, if we've still got people watching, because City are kicking off at half seven, I've, I've been reliably informed. We mm. know that people might drift off for that. Uh, we'll talk about the drummer, i.e. Harry and the lads. And uh, there's been some question marks about the drummer t- today as well, which, again, don't there's know always what... question marks. So that's it. When, when things are going well, there's going to be question marks. Is it the question marks aren't from anybody who talks any sense? So I don't know. Does okay. It, does okay. It, I mean, we're all going to die, aren't we? Will so. <laughs> one day, one day. It's all a bit and, style, really. <laughs> and at the end of the show, we're going to announce our next week's guest, and you will not want to miss that. It's a really special guest, but we're going to announce that at the end of the show. So shall we get out first, Dave? He can join us, and then we'll get out, Matt. Because he's probably got his tea to cook and kids to put to bed and things like that. I don't know, but we'll we'll, uh, we'll get out Dave first. Evening, lads. Good evening. Evening. And how are you? Yeah, I'm all right, thanks. You? Yeah, not bad. I've coined you. People who are watching YouTube can see we've got these little new uh, things now. These little subheaders, and I've coined you the most positive fan ever. But don't tell us why yet. We'll do that later after Matt, because it's quite apt, really, because we've got the most positive county fan ever and the, the most positive man in the world ever coming on next. So <laughs> I thought that's where you were going earlier with that link. And you, then you didn't. And I was getting really Yeah, I worried. did as well. I'm, fi- I'm fine, by the way, Dave. Cheers. Thanks for asking. I'm not sorry. I'm glad. What, I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> right, D- Dave, as you know the drill, uh, stick around, get involved. We'll talk about county, but let's first uh, look ahead to the Stevenage match uh, with the Stevenage FC podcast, Matt. How do you, mate? Chats, thanks for having me back on. <laughs> I love thanks, it, I love Matt. it. I love the little intro early, you know, the most positive Steve. I mean, you got that right, my God. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. Um, that, but I, I listen to other podcasts and you've been on other podcasts and, and everyone goes, you are the most positive. I love it. But I love that. I love that outlook you've got on life. It's brilliant. Um, so let's let's crack on and talk about Stevenage on Saturday. I mean, we can't really start without saying... You know, when we played you last time, okay, you you it was a, it was a probably a narrow defeat for us, uh, a good win for you. Tell us how it's been since then. Wow! Oh my God! What a question, right? Jeez, we, we we've we've had so much go on this season. It's just been mental. I think actually, the funny thing is, if if someone would have um, you know said to us when when we played yourselves back in uh, back at the start of August, if you know the season we would have had from that point, uh, none of us Stevie supporters would have ever have believed you to be fair, but. Yeah, look, from that point, my God. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, first of all, a, a massive win for ourselves in the fashion that happened, the 96th minute winner. So we were, uh, you know, over the moon with it. Again, I, you know, for the past five years, the, the last minute winners have always gone against us. So it was quite a weird one to see, to see us have it. But a massive, massive win against yourselves. And yeah, really from that point, it, it, it was, it was it's just, it's just been terrific. Um you know, the week later, the, the last minute goals continued. We scored a hundredth minute goal at Walsall, and yeah, another ninety-six minute win against Harrogate at home. And 
yeah, look, we've, we've gone on to have um, unbelievable success after that game. Uh, you know, I think with us, the, the home form has been been a massive standout for us. Um, you know, I think I think we've got 12 wins from the 14, 15 games at home. So, you know, that's been a massive positive of our season. And really, that's the home form is really the reason why we're where we are actually in the table. I think if we I think we worked out, if we'd have taken, I think half of the points off, we'd be about seventh or sixth. So the reason why we're in that position is because of the home form. It's been incredible. Um, we've seen a bundle of wins, a bundle of excellent performances. We've had an unbelievable night in the FA Cup. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. That was one of the greatest nights I've ever seen as a Stevenage Football Club sport to beat Aston Villa away. Um, and again, to score two last-minute winners in that was just... Uh, we, we were all crying after that game. It was incredible. Um, <laughs> and yeah, look, we, we've had an excellent season. We've, we've recruited really well in the January window, which is something that we needed to do because, you know, uh, well, especially when we when we played yourselves early on in the season, we, we didn't have the biggest of squads for five to six months. So that was important for us to, to you know, get some League One players in in January, which we've done. Um, and, and it's been absolutely phenomenal with, you know, second place, 57 points, five points clear, third and fourth with, you know, a good couple of games now. We've got three games now in Leighton Orient. Um, been, been, been a tough couple of weeks for us after beating Leighton Orient 3-0. We've had a few injuries, etc. And I think that's uh, uh, kind of replicated itself in the pitch. But oh, look, it's, it's been a terrific season and um, we, we just can't believe that, that, that we're second in the league, really. Yeah, considering like pre-season, you were favourites to be down there, weren't you? I mean, what mm. what what's what, what's happened? Because when you when we played you, I mean, you'd already had a really good start. I think we played you second or third game actually. I think, yeah, was yeah. that your third win on the spin when you beat us? Uh, so the the game against yourselves was our first home game. It was our second game. So right, yeah, um, we beat we beat Tranmere away in the opener two one, and then we played yourselves in in the league. Yeah. Yeah, so when you when you beat us, um, obviously really really early days, you'd already got a good win away at Tranmere, and I I was thinking, well, okay, I, I wasn't panic stations for us necessarily because I thought, well, it's it's really really early days. Uh, I was a bit worried because I thought, well, you're going to be down there, but then when you beat Reading, I was thinking, oi, oi, <laughs> what's going on here? And then you got a draw against Walsall, and then you started to rack up the wins. I'm thinking, I'm not saying it was a Good result for us, but it, as the season wore on, it start and the, especially the start that we had as well. It felt to me like it was not a, not so bad actually, and in the manner that we lost it as well. Um, and we were down to ten men, I think we were, weren't we? Because um, mm. Palmer got sent off. Uh, we, had, we had a problem with red cards early on. Let's, let's just mm. say that. No, um, well, no, we had a problem with referees, Ross. That's well, yeah, we've we <laughs> still got a problem. I think, I think everyone's got a problem to. with referees at the minute, haven't they? Crikey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Before we get on to our game on Saturday, just just to, I mean, tell us about the the win at, at Villa Park. I mean, is that the greatest day in Stevenage's history? It's it's a very good question because we've we've had some great, obviously great great bit of history in the past. I, I think it was, I, I think it was. We've we've had a a lot of discussion. I think that that was the greatest night in the club's history that night. And I, you know, it wasn't just it wasn't just the win and and the way that we you know the um the the score of winning. It was the way that we did it. it you know, to score. Two in the last minute. It was, <laughs> it was an incredible night, and I think look, our, our heart's been with League Two. That that's kind of our kind of baby this season. But it, it's been great to have a cup run, and we were on telly actually the, the round before that one against Villa. So we've we've had a nice little run up. Yeah, when the draw came out, I remember I, I actually had the flu at the time back in back in November. I had the flu, and I remember watching the draw and going mad. But I had the flu, I was like, I can't believe we got Villa away, and and it was 
it was really peculiar. I remember before the game going on one of their podcasts, and I remember all the guys sitting there, and it, to them it was just a, you know, it'll be a normal win. You know, it's it's an FA Cup yeah. tie against a, a little club in League Two. It'll be it'll be a normal win. You know, they'll play a strong team. It'll be a normal win. And I remember saying to these chaps, they went, you know, what do you what do you think for the tie? And I said, um, I said, well, look, if there's going to be a manager that's going to find a win there. It'll be Steve Evans. And they all laughed and went, well, you know, you can dream, can't you? Can dream. <laughs> yeah. We can you on the ad. Yeah. I said, he, he's, he's the type of manager to go to Villa Park and, and, you know, sneak a draw, sneak a win. And I remember, I remember that night, look, we, we were just so thankful to be there. The boys played in front of 38,000 that night. It was it was incredible. It was a full house at Villa Park. And we, we took 3,000 and sold out the bottom and top tier. And I remember we were losing the tie 1-0 and, uh, I, look, for me, that was good enough. We played really well. We'd hit the bar. We'd, had, we'd scored and it was ruled off by VAR. And I'll always remember the last five minutes. I remember Steve, it was still 1-0. We thought, you know, if, if it's 1-0 or if it's 0-0 at the end of the game, it's game on because we score a lot of last-minute goals. And I remember Steve with 10 minutes to go, he changed it. And instead of just sitting off them and letting them go, we then went at them with 10 minutes to go. And they froze. And they had some, you know, they had their... Danny Ings and Leon Bailey's playing and Ollie Watkins. It was incredible. I remember uh, Dean Campbell nicked the ball. We won the penalty and we were just going, man. And obviously we were waiting six minutes for VAR to come. And it was exactly six minutes. We had stopwatch. Took six minutes. Jesus. Give the penalty. I remember Jamie Reid, who, um, really funny story, grew up in Birmingham, Jamie Reid, and he's best friends with Ollie Watkins. So he's, he's lining up to take the penalty and he scored it. And oh my God, we, everyone was crying with thought we'd nick to, you know, a replay, but, uh, you know, at home, we'll probably be on telly next round. And again, we, we were just so shocked from it. We kicked off, we won the ball back and then straight away, we <laughs> flinked the ball over to um, a player called David Amu, who's no longer with us now. He's at Crew. Yeah, we call him Big Dave, crack, cracking, uh, cracking sprinter David. He got the ball and he beat, um, I think it was Ashley Young down the wing. <laughs> oh, God. He put the ball in, it's got us for a corner. And we, we're just like, just get everyone in the box, get Pidgeani in there, get everyone in there. I remember <laughs> Dean Campbell, who has played a bit this season, he hasn't been one of our starting players. He, Jake Reeves took a short corner, and as he's touched it, he's just inside the box, and we were level with the goal. And Ollie Watkins didn't get out to him quick enough, and we just, we just hit it, and he's hit it. And there was this, if I could remember it, it was like a five seconds of silence as he's hit the ball. Yeah. And when we've seen it hit, the back of the net. I've never, ever experienced any. There was tears. There was. Uh, I just can't put into words how amazing it was. One. Of, it was the most amazing night I've ever witnessed in football. It was incredible. And then they saw it out, and the celebrations after were, were just terrific. Yeah. Nice. Nice. That that sounds, sounds absolutely buzzing, mate. I love it. I love I'm it. Emotional. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Even though that's what we live for. That's that's the kind of stuff we live for, don't we? Um, bringing it up to up to modern times. Then I say modern mm. times. A few months later. Um, into the <laughs> into you, you, you touched on your away form and into the run up to this game. Um, you're not. I don't want to tempt fate for us, but you're not on a very good run of form, are you? I mean, it's really odd with the away form because we've got four wins, we've got eight draws, but we've only lost two games. So it's not it's not like the home form, but it's still okay to be fair. We've mm. only lost twice on the road. So yeah, look, obviously, I think our last our last six away games have all been draws. We, we haven't won away since the end of October. So obviously, if you look at it like that, then you'd say, you know, we haven't been doing too too well away from home. 
Um, so no, we, 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 I'd say we for the last couple of weeks we've gone for a little bit of a blip, possibly. Um, you know, we lost to Bradford on the weekend. We probably didn't deserve to lose that. We could have, should have got a point that day, but we lost it. And then last night we drew away to Newport and oh, we got robbed by the ref really with a penalty in the in the last minute. But you know, it's football. We didn't we didn't win the game. So so yeah, look, we've 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 had a tough time recently. We've had a few injuries. I, I think I think the injuries are back. For, for, for your lot on Saturday. Terence Van Kooten's back. Jake Reeves is back. So I know that we've got a lot of boys back for the weekend. But yeah, we just need a just need a just need a win really. I think once we get a win we'll we'll continue the form again. Um and, and we've been quite fortunate as well. I mean we're second and oddly Carlisle and Northampton around us haven't been winning either. So we've, yeah, we've kind of got yeah. away with it almost. But um yeah look lead lead to something we're you know really passionate about and um and yeah I'm I'm sure we'll be able to turn it around. Yeah. Uh, what are your expectations of Saturday then? Because it's going to be, it's probably going to be a full house at our place, isn't it? I'm getting looking at Dave and Nick now. I think it's going to be a full house, isn't it? Yeah. Pretty much, pretty much all sold out already. Yeah, just got the railway end left as well now. Yeah. So we've, yeah, we've, we've, yeah, we've got the railway end as well. And the thing that worries me about Saturday with a full house is Pierre Gianni will love to score at the Cheetle end. Yeah. From, from a corner, which is which what your you speciality mean. is. Yeah. So, well, he... <laughs> He's he's joint top goal scorer for us. Mm. <laughs> he's, he's scored God. like nine or ten goals, all from corners. Yeah. Here we oh, go. Brilliant. Yeah. Get that on your acker. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like it's like football manager, isn't it, where you find the way to yeah, do the, yeah. you, you just put your biggest defender on the front post for corners and they bang uh, around 15 a season in. He, he's ridiculous for us because obviously, we, obviously he was with Oldham last, last season. I, and I've always liked Pierre Gialli. I've you know, he's I've always looked at him and thought, you know, he's a cracking defender. I've I always I really liked him at Salford. I remember when I used to um watch the Salford kind of documentary they, they used to do. And I always, I always used to really like him. I remember watching him actually play in the conference player final. I went with some friends that day and he scored in that game. He was always someone that um I, I really wanted at, at the club actually. And when we signed him, I thought, wow, it, you know, potentially that could be signing of the season for us because how good he's and he'll be playing with other decent players and oh he's just been just out of this world I mean you know the 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 the, um, the defensive stats you know the, the goals he scored I, I think we worked out I think back in um, I think it was back in November he'd only lost one aerial duel in about two hundred or something he's just been brilliant so yeah from corners on Saturdays is one you'd need to watch for sure yeah yeah. Well, he used to play for us, but he, he left to go travelling, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In a nutshell. <laughs> um, okay, to wrap it up, I'll, I'll, we'll let you get going. Um, what is What do you think the score is going to be? Let's have, let's God, have a prediction. Yeah. Do, do you know what? I actually think it's going to be a really tough game, actually. I think when we come into this week, we looked at the away games and we thought, well, obviously, I think Stockport will be the tougher of the two. So, really tough game. You guys have really climbed the table, which I actually thought you'd do, by the way. I thought you'd make the playoffs, actually. Um, so, I think it's going to be a really tough game. Um, and I think... I've, I've, I've got to go to Stevenage win. I, I can't... I can't you know, <laughs> being the most positive Stevenage fan. And, you, know, we want, <laughs> you know, we want that promotion. That would be the the greatest ever thing I'd ever see at Stevenage Football Club if we got automatically it, it would top Villa so uh, yeah I'm, I'm going to go with a, a sneaky 1-0 win but I think it's going to be very tight I think we'll um, think we'll nick it with 10 minutes to go good stuff good stuff um, uh, Nick Dave we'll, we'll discuss hours later Matt you'll have to watch it back if you want to see what we say oh god yeah <laughs> I have to watch it back I, I do this all the time and I leave a, a podcast and I go back and watch it I always look out for the 
predictions after. Yeah, just to kind of refresh the memory. <laughs> Love it. Right, Matt, thank you so much for coming on as always. Yeah, it's Matt. an absolute pleasure. Cheers for that, mate. And, no, um, chaps, thanks for having me on. No problem. Good luck after Saturday. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. Best luck for the rest of the season. Hey, mate. See, you, mate. See you later. Bye now. See you, chaps. There we go. That's Matt from the Stevenage FC podcast. Um, I don't know how we top that. I don't know. Do we keep the energy going? I mean, nope. I, 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 I struggle. <laughs> yeah, well, let's do the admin before we continue, actually. Um, and we'll get some of your comments and we'll talk about um, all things county. Uh, yeah, admin, go for it. Yes, we are now on Patreon. £3 a month gets you early access to the audio podcast immediately after it's been broadcast on YouTube, 36 hours before the rest of them. And as you get guest announcements before anyone else. So if you're on Patreon, then you'll already know who we've got coming up next Wednesday, which we will be telling you at the end of the show. But patrons have known for like a week, haven't they? They've yeah. about a week, week and a half who we've got next week yeah. and they, submitting questions and all sorts. Yeah, they've known uh, since I got the text back from said guest because I was so excited. Yeah. I just went, have you heard about this? But yeah, in, in addition to that, there's discounts on merchandise coming very, very soon. There's free tickets for selected live shows. There's priority tickets for other selected live shows. And there's going to be some bonus podcasts and stuff. And early any bonus any other bonus podcasts we do, you get early access to them as well. Just yeah, it's yeah. Like three quid a month. You can you know that's like that's, that's like a third of a pint in London. Yeah, in Basque. <laughs> oh, Basque! Well, I'm joking. Basque, yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, well, leave Basque notion alone. Anyone about, else you can slag them off. Talking about Basques, though, we we are going to start collaborating with Basque. And we have another announcement coming very soon that we hope to announce in the next few weeks, don't we? Um, in do terms it? of, yeah, yeah. I don't think we could do it just yet. Yeah. What? Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Would be nice if you just tell me first. But yeah. you've not been reading. You, your... have to, you have to tell me. Yeah. You, 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 why would you not know this? Let me, I'm going to put it into the private chat. Okay. Anyway, while I do that, um, also. Uh, fan Hub. Just wanted to do a quick yeah. word on Fan Hub. Um, yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, also, wanted to do a quick word on Fan Hub. Um, we're still the biggest fan base on the app. I know we're not. We're the most active fan base on the app. Portsmouth are, are the biggest. Um, and there's obviously that shop now, so you can spend your FanFi or FanFi, whatever you want to call it, in the shop. And there's going to be more items going in the shop as time goes on. So keep on using it. Keep on predicting. You can you can get free beer now, can't you? Four hundred. 400 tokens is it for a free pint i've got i've got a bob, bobble hat on the go on the on the, on the route and i had nice. a little uh had myself a beer the other day yes yeah i speaking of fan hub as us being active i went went to do my prediction on saturday i saw obviously we knew they've gone round that madden was going to be out that was a pretty open secret so i was like oh well it's going to be a laugh starting up top Looking through, and I saw I just saw a striker with his name beginning with O, and put him in, didn't I? And then when the lineup came out, I was like, "Yes, eleven out of eleven. No, because I put a Kute, and I instead of <laughs> Island is well in the country. So yeah, I, I saw a forward. I saw the letter. O, I was like, "Bang!" Cause I had like a minute before before it had to be submitted. And then last night, 
Um, Sai Lomas mentioned on Yellowboard how tired Alefe looked when he came off on Saturday. And he got in my head and I thought, well, I think Stretton will start. So that went well. Yeah, Two 10 out of 11s for Nick. Did look tired last night, did he? He did not. He did not. He did not look tired. And we will come to that. Uh, also, a bit more admin. You will start to see some beer mats that we've had made flashing around. So do share them with your friends and tell people. Um, we're just trying to get out to more county fans that probably don't know about the podcast. Um, not sure how they would not know about it, but there you go. Arrogant. Uh, confident. Um. So yeah. So shall we get into the show? Shall we get into talking about the Carrigan and Crawley matches? But first, Dave, let's talk about you and why we've we've tagged you as the most positive fan ever. Tell us your little story. So firstly, it was Russ who gave me that name, so it wasn't me calling it myself. Um, but we're in the Ah. county courtyard last night and I saw Mr. Mark Stott stood there. So like the big fangirl that I am. But those who said, Mark, can I have a picture, please? And he and he stopped and he went, What's your name? I recognize you. Arse fully fell out. I think, why does he recognize me? I said, It's Dave Philbin. He said, That's right. He said, You and Ryan, as in for tweet for Twitter, is it's Brett Angel's left bollock. He said, You two are our two most positive supporters on social media. Now I can't argue about Ryan's bit. Maybe some would argue about mine, but Mark Sott said it, so it's absolutely true. I am the most positive <laughs> fan on social media. He said, keep it up. And then he closed with, and by the way, we're getting promoted in third. So it's come from the horse's mouth that we're going up automatically. Stop the season. Now we're up. Third? Pessimist. <laughs> I think we're finishing second. We're going, to, we're going to win on Saturday, and then we're going to finish second. Call hey, now. don't shoot the messenger. Call That's what Mark Stott said. No, no. <laughs> well, well, tell Mark Stott. <laughs> he, told me, he told me he was going to watch on me here. on it. Oh, he, he told, he told you what? <laughs> no, he, he told me he was going to watch me on it because he's my biggest fan as well. I'm County's biggest fan and he's my biggest fan. Uh... <laughs> God, his life must be empty. <laughs> excellent story, excellent story. So before we start to talk about Crawley, I've got to say, do like the show. We're on 13 likes at the moment. Let's bump that up and subscribe if you haven't already. And if you're listening to us on whatever podcast player you are listening to us on, please rate and review us. Thank you. Okay, shall we start with Harrogate on Saturday? I didn't go. Nick, did you go? I didn't, but I caught caught second half. And Dave, you didn't go. I didn't go, but I watched it all. Right, good, because I didn't watch any of it. I was gallivanting around Cardiff um, on me on a bit of a weekend away with, with friends. So, uh, yeah, talk about the Harrogate match. I mean, the first half, it was great. It was the best first half we've played all season. Just everything fell into place. Um, went in. Was it 2-0? It was 2-0, wasn't it? Um, but Hippolyte was quality. I was pleased for him. He got his goal um, after the penalty miss against Wimbledon. So I was pleased after he came back in, he, he did well. Goal in a, I think he got two assists. Um, but yeah, I think we started to see what uh, Tanto's made of in that game with his first start. Everything just went really well. And then second half, they were always going to come out firing 2-0 down, you expect it. So we weathered the storm all right. And then they got the goal. Could have been nervy, but we showed really good character again to, to push on, get the third and kill the game off. Um, but yeah, I thought... There's this thing in there, though. 
people are saying we play better on a Saturday than we do it on a Tuesday. And I know we'll come on to, to last night in a bit, but there's some substance behind that recently. But no, really good on Saturday. Yeah, I was getting a bit worried second half. As soon as they got the goal back, I was thinking, oh, oh God, because it was night and day from the first half by the sounds of it. Just, just to be, to be so, so I don't know. We seem to take our foot off the gas a bit, and then, but good, good changes again. You know, Rydell comes on, swings a beauty of another a right-footed cross, which took me back to the game against Bolton, where he cut in on the right foot and crossed for Quigley. Quigley, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's strange with Rydell because he's he's looked he's look very good, but I think I know Challoner mentioned in his interview after the game that Hippo is not a fan of. Playing at wing back, he'd rather he'd rather be in midfield. Yeah, but fair he's doing a good job. You know, it's just options, isn't it? Options, option options isn't just a hot chocolate, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't he say um, hippo might be a bit sulky about it? <laughs> he said something like yeah, that. Yeah, he? he did. Yeah, which makes <laughs> it sound odd. like a nine-year-old. <laughs> yeah, but considering you score a goal and, and you set two up, you'd be going back in with a massive smile on your face, wouldn't you? Mm. And come and get yeah. this shirt back off me now. So I think yeah. he, he'll only have an assist for one of them, but he was instrumental in both the goals. That he, oh, he, yeah. he scored one, didn't he? And then yeah, I think I think one only one of them that he'll get he'll be credited with. No, I don't think he'll be credited with the assist for either because one one was a scramble, and then the other was a cross from Rydell for Collar. But yeah, Hippolyte absolutely instrumental in both of them. Yeah, they won't go he... down as goal involvements, but they very much were. Yeah. Key contributions that used to be a thing, didn't it? About it should ten... be a thing. It should still be a thing. Yeah, yeah. That's, there's, there's, there's more to stats than just goals and assists. Gutted for Ben as well on Saturday. He was either going to make a worldy save or cock one up like he did. Um, yeah. Just what a way to set the record. I bet he was relieved when we got that third goal as well, as everyone was. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. But, but what a record to set though. Oh people... yeah. Do you reckon we'll ever have anyone else make over 300 appearances? I mean, that that's it's un, I mean, it's un, unheard of in the modern game, really. Not just for a club at this level. Yeah, I don't know the levels will come from as well. It'd be a long time. We'd have to be settled in a in a particular division, wouldn't we, f- for a long time for that? And it, that's that's probably unlikely for us, I would say. Mm. But you never know. Uh, the poll's still open, by the way, on the live chat. Is Hinchliffe the greatest county goalkeeper in our history? So do get clicking away on that poll. Let us know what you think. We'll have a chat about that later. Um, yeah, a bit of a mess up from Hinchliffe, wasn't it? I mean, he's got a mistake in him, but the amount of credit he's built up. And we won. So, you know, um, I'm sure we'll get on to Well, we will get on to Hinchliffe later. Um, yeah. Well, so That's it, I mean... The, the the mistake. I mean, we'll get on to, to to last night later on, but Crowsdale had an absolute stinker of a first half last night. But when when you've got that much credit in the bank, yeah, and, and Hinchcliffe and Crowsdale are players that when they do have a bad game, they invariably come out with a eight or nine out of ten performance the following game. So when you've got that much credit in the bank and bounce back that well, and it's not cost us anything apart from a clean sheet, yeah. Fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- th- what was Crowsdale's performance like on Saturday at Harrogate? I mean, I, 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 I've not all I've seen is the goals, which I can't obviously make any comment about. But what was he like on Saturday? What I saw, yeah, yeah, he was just the rank Crowsdale that we expect, which is always minimum eight out of ten, isn't it? 
Yeah. Um, I just think, like you've just said, exactly, he's got credit in the bank. But if you go back to the Tranmere game, Ben made an absolute world he saved in the last minute, didn't he? Which saved us for getting, well, got yeah, us a three exactly, points. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Rather that. It's, ho- it's horrible being a goalkeeper, isn't it? Just, I mean, yeah. you, you'll know as well. Like, you, yeah. You know, one thing, one thing will be screwed up. But the, the amount, it's not just a Tranmere game as well. Over the years, the amount of last minute saves, like going back to some of the games in the National League North, like Gannon's first half season back, uh, sorry, his first full season back, uh, 16 17, was it? Oh, the hell. How are you or going 17? back? Yeah. Uh, 16 17. There was a number of games there where we were, you know, getting hard fought wins against some absolute fodder and Hinchliffe had come out with a, a fantastic save to to make make it three points instead of two instead of one you know late late on and it's just yeah when you when you got that sort of credit in the bank it's fine uh, yeah coolio um anything more about the Harrogate game Feels like hope we never ago. have to go there again it's just from from what I've seen of what people post online it's just not changed at all from the National League North. It's, I'm, it I'm, all, I'm all for yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's literally just a new pitch. Um, it's just, I mean, fair play to him getting is the, I mean, that that's a fairy tale, not Wrexham. Right, Harrogate getting to the football league and managing to stay there for a bit is a fairy tale. But I'd be quite happy for them to just go back to nothing against them, but I'd be there seems to be no initiative to push on or anything. It just seems like that. They seem like one of them clubs that we we talk about quite a lot, where they'd just be happy to finish third bottom every year. Yeah. And it's just, well, what what's the point? Like, as soon as it goes to three up, three down, or four up, four down, then they'll be knackered. That'll be them yeah. done. Just very very poor all around, very amateurish settle. Circling the drain. Um, Circling the drain. Speaking of which, if we move on to the Crawley game, because I know me and Dave were there, and you Nick, you didn't manage to get to the get there last night, did you? No, I, I, I managed to tune in from Botswana from just just as they were lining up the free kick. <laughs> um, so Dave, you've got a bit of a story to tell us before the match, haven't you? Did you meet somebody special? Do you want to tell it again? I don't know. Are you going to repeat that? I, I don't. You know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I met you for a pint before the game. You're very oh, yeah, special you did, on yeah. Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it just seemed like the, this this week, I don't know, maybe Stevenage with the exception, because they've been in the league 10 years now, uh, but probably more than that, I think. No, t- this is their 11th year, isn't it, I think. Um, Harrogate, then Crawley. I, I mean, they're two clubs that I would, it, I, you know, wouldn't lose any sleep if they both went down. Crawley the same. Uh, so we played Crawley last night. I actually thought we'd actually steamroll them. Now, listening to Charlie's post-match interview, which I watched today, they they didn't obviously didn't think that, and then they knew it'd be a tougher game than it than it actually was proposed to be on paper. I went for a big win on on, on a on a little small bet that I had, but they actually came out pretty well, didn't they, Crawley? Yeah. I was surprised. Yeah, I was. I think Charlie has got to say that in his interview, though, hasn't he? Even if we did do him five 0 he'd have to say we expected to be a hard game. But interestingly, I reckon the best home team we've se- sorry the best away team we've seen in the league this year was Swindon. Yeah, and their Crawley's yeah. manager was Swindon's manager then, yeah. and he went to Crawley's. But it's not surprising that they've come and played football like that. Oh um, right, good knowledge. Yeah, yeah. I'll credit that to Neil who was sitting next to. He told me that last yeah. night, and I thought I'll rob that one. This is. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Away days with County are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at Edgeley Park. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. These have got the measure of us when it comes to pressing in particular. I mean, the, the, the first first goal came from them press, pressing Crowsdale and him. Having, look, let's be honest, a terrible time of it. Uh, I'm, yeah. I was I was very surprised that Ryan Crowsdale actually got to halftime because th- there was another point where he, he fouled one of their players and you just thought, oh, no, he's gone, he's gone. So he, he was very much on a orange card, and when, when yeah, Gazendo was saying that his early booking last night affected the hundred percent commitment because in the position he plays, you, I think a tactical foul, as much as it's a horrible part of the game, a tactical foul is an important part of that role. Yeah. So not having having that taken away, you know, when when a team's trying to break and you can't just take one for the team like that early on getting a booking, it does. So I wasn't surprised to see him. Hooked to half time, but I, I didn't think we were good in midfield for the first half at all. I, I thought the first half, the midfield were very poor. I, th- I thought I wasn't sure what Camps offered in the first half, and then second half, he'd be, he'd been based on the second half. Camps was my man of the match. I think I thought he was mm. fantastic second half. I, strangely, in in that Crowsdale role as well, ra- rather than the further up, else, he was he was yeah. sitting a lot deeper. Had like, tremendous discipline to. Stay there and help us gain control of the game again. But I don't think, going back to the game as a whole, I don't think we could have complained if we'd not come away with a win there. To be honest, no, no, I really don't. It was, it was one of those ones where we, we did, I don't think we deserved to win it, but we ground out the win. And and everybody mm. says, you know, in the history of football, everyone says, well, if you if you win scrappily and you don't deserve to win, that's a sign of a good team. Yeah, yeah. they're the kind of games and performances that when you promotions and getting the playoffs and stuff um i think going back to crowsdale yellow card aside i think he'd have been hooked off half time anyway he was just yeah i don't know where it's come from one off hopefully um yeah when when he gave the free kick away for their goal the ref went to his back pocket i was absolutely yeah. convinced he was going to pull a red card out of it um yeah. we thought the liner had told him not to but then in the second half they had a similar one went to his back pocket again you just must be the only ref in the world to Give his yellow card there. Just put the shit is <laughs> up him a bit. He <laughs> yeah. keeps his phone in his back pocket as well, the weirdo. <laughs> he, um... Oh, you just, I've just lost what I was going to say then. Oh, yeah, that's it. The Crawley, the Crawley players were asking for a red card as well, weren't they? Yeah. And, and I know they've got to, but I just thought that's a bit shit, that, because it was... Everyone could see it was only a yellow. There was, there was, no, there was no last man about it or anything like that, was there? Well, I think because he went to his back pocket, I think they got it in their heads that he might do it. And that's when I think they went over to him to try and convince him to. Um, but Camps as well, I think we're starting to see the best of him now. Now that he's having a good run in the team, 
he's the player that we thought we'd signed. Yes. Um, as it's been the case with most of the other signings we've made, it has taken them a while to, or it did take them a while to gel in. Um, but he's looking he's, really, really. He's had an awful season camps in terms of injuries. It's just been yeah. very, very stopped. That obviously he had that first month of the season where again he was playing in that that Crowsdale role for the first month of the season. He was the, uh, before he restored Crowsdale to the eleven, and yeah, he's, he's just he's just looking like a player again. And I mean these these pro- these selection problems are mounting up for Dave Challenger now because he's got Madden to come back, and Alafe looks like making that spot his own. Sars to come back, yeah. And you know, Rydell having these great cameos, he looked fantastic again last night when he came on. Like, got us. Oh, I've not got the thing ready. I was gonna say, you have, I'm waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> Mentioned him about I three times, you and you've not bloody said Yeah, it. yeah, well, well, yeah, yeah, we, we, we managed to uh, we managed to get Rydell high, didn't we? <laughs> Oh, yeah. nearly did it again then. Yeah, I was well, excited. I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna tee you up with this little, with this little thing. His crossing is absolutely. It's not. They're not too. They're not too low. They're not. They're not too. They're not too high. They're just on yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> Let's have a Goldilocks jingle for that. I yeah, think. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we need a Goldilocks jingle. Best thing, about, best thing about that the other weeks when JJ was on, you did it, right, and at, right at that moment, his headphones battery died, so he didn't yeah. hear it. Absolutely class. Yeah, I'm, I'm wasting it, mate. <laughs> but on uh, on camps though as well, JJ did say he thinks that his opinion is camps is the most technically gifted player in the squad. Yeah. Um. So and we're seeing it now, starting to see it. It's just just going to such a crucial point of the season, and just to have players like blooming, the flowering. I'd yes. Say. Yeah, we saw Dave. We stood and watched uh, Macaulay South of Pales and Madden before the match, interviewed by J.K. in the courtyard. South of Pales is probably out for the season. He said that. Um, mm. uh, what about Madden? Because I didn't quite catch that from Madden. Was he? Was he sort of two or three weeks? Yeah, he said three weeks. But South of Pales said he's going to have his boot until February and then probably back training in four months. And JK said, So we'll be back playing this season then? Yeah, yeah, we're playing in June in the season, John. <laughs> <laughs> it's to another pandemic, eh? <laughs> but just on the courtyard, it's absolutely brilliant. Obviously, good beer, good food, but it's bringing the players closer to the fans as well. Yeah. So, you know, bringing them through all the kids and me having pictures with them. Um, <laughs> it's just really good. And I think it's only going to get better. Yeah, There's similar to what's going on on the pop side as well. Like the, the back of the pop side, they've got the little kids zone there, and JJ's getting the getting the players over there before the game. So yeah, more of that. It's fantastic. That yeah. And quick mention on Saturday, the railway ends open for home fans as well, isn't it? Yeah, we alluded to that before, so that'll be good. I, I'm, I've always mo- I've always moaned when we when we get turned around, you know, at the kickoff with the toss. Um, mm. but don't matter now. So yeah. yeah. Be good. Yeah. Last uh, last time we had three sides of the ground was uh, well, we've pretty much got four sides of the ground this this Saturday, really, haven't we? Because they've yeah, they've brought they're like one block, they've got about 120, yeah. one block. So talk talk here at home. How can they take three thousand filler in the cup, right? And then the second in the league on a title run, and they bring hundred and fifty or something. I'm not saying back. anything. Don't uh, talk well, to I am. <laughs> Funny how you no. didn't ask that when we had a Steve and his guest on, wasn't it? Shit out. <laughs> Where's Russ gone? Oh, Russ is gone. Oh, he's had it off. 
like, you can say what you want, mate. Say what you want. Come on, Ross. Come and say what you want, pal. No, I'm not. I'm not allowed to. I'm not allowed to talk about away fans and how many people bring because that because I you just get because apparently fans don't fans don't affect football matches. So yeah. Anyway, I'd, uh, have you seen yeah. City recently? They definitely don't. <laughs> <laughs> Make some noise now. Um. Yeah, carrying on with the with the match day experience, I mean, it's just got really, really good in it. I'm going, I'm getting there now. I mean, I kind of did before anyway, but it was it was to go and have a pint in the concourse. I'm getting to the courtyard for two o'clock, you know, for a for a three o'clock match. Yeah. Um, it's just absolutely brilliant, isn't it? I love it. I'm, I'm, I wait around good, the corner yeah. until I see you coming in, Ross, and then I, I'm like, <laughs> oh, time party started. <laughs> I get annoyed when it's time for the football. I want to stay in the courtyard. Mate. <laughs> it's good when, when I when I go when I go at half time for a pint, and then the match obviously they have the match on the screen, but I'm pretty yeah. sure it's a there's a there's a decent delay on it, so you're gonna hear the cheer. For, so I'm I'm holding on for that when we when we score straight after half time, and I get to be in the courtyard and hear the hey, and I go watch watch, and there it is. That's gonna be, <laughs> that's, that's gonna be exciting for about three people. Well, the courtyard is going to be fantastic once once the weather warms up a bit as well. Yeah. Yes. Like, you know, an August bank holiday game. Well, I, I went well, after, after the, the season on a Monday now, isn't it? Hartlepool because of the King's coronation. So that'll be classless if we go up. Yeah. Yeah. Because because I'll, I'll, I will, will, will not want to be anywhere near a telly when that's going on. So that is perfect for me. That, that suits me just fine. Um, the... There was a home game the other week. I can't remember which one it was, but we went we went for a couple of pints in the courtyard after the game. And as soon as we got there and sat down with our pints, they were just like closing the shutters and everything. I was like, oh. So imagine what's nice. Like, when they were, I think it's because I'd turned up and they thought, oh, God, here he is. Here's a specky gobshite. It just closed. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it'll be great when, when, the, when, the, when, the, when the nights aren't drawing in. Is that the phrase? Yeah, yeah. As good as any. Go with it. Forget well, um, Phil Lloyd couple in Basque and then up head up heads up to the courtyard. Yeah, do that on occasion as well. If I'm on it, you know, on it, got pass out. Yeah, pass out. Um, and that and it's it's those times that I go down for a half time pint and maybe Mm. miss one goal in like ten years. Uh, Can I tell you about my half time pint on Boxing Day? No. I went, um, so I was coming down the steps at the top at the Shieldland to go into the court, go into the car park in the courtyard. And some fellow was like, Oh, you're Nick off the podcast now, aren't you? Like, yeah, I was just chatting to him. And then as I left, he, t- he said, I heard him say to his mate, He's like, Oh, he's, he's not as much of a dickhead in person. And I didn't you know have to told, take you, it. Have, you have told that before, but yeah, it's... I think it bears repeating now, doesn't it? <laughs> but, yeah. I think you told us on Boxing Day at half time over a pint. Because my dad was there and we all had a pint together in the courtyard on Boxing Day. I'd have settled by that point. I'd have settled by that point. <laughs> but I'd he was right. You're not a dickhead in person. Just no, on here. No. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'm a dickhead on here, really. I think I'm, I think I'm just a, a vaguely unsettling presence up here in this top right corner. I think, I think, oh, that's, that's what I am. I get on the other podcast. I get to be in the top left corner, so that's another. Oh, thing. I'm, a di- I'm a dickhead in the top left on that one. There's two, so ju- two of us, so I'm just on the left. On the left, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's nice to mix it up, isn't it? It is. I'm going to uh, move on to the next se- segment now. So good stuff. 
that's how you end the segment, isn't it? That's, that's, what, we, that's what we established there's last nothing, week. Nothing more on last night, then. Uh, t- what about, what about tan- Tenacious Tanto, as we should be well, called? Well, I like it. What about how electric he is? Yeah, someone should do a mock-up of like the Oasis logo with a Lafay on it. That'd be really good. That would be really <laughs> good, yeah. Must have been snowed under today, I tell you. <laughs> did that ages ago. I did, did it ages ago and thought, mm, not sure about that. But then... As soon wait as the wait club, until there's a game. Well, the, the club tweeted ele- electric, so I thought, well, you know, you've... Uh, You've done my job for me there. There you go. So well, you one last night. County to set you up for a thing. It's what? Is it, is it what you paid for at the auction for County to set you up? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I, was a, I was a bit drunk at the auction. But um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, it was all for a good cause and I'm glad with what I've got. Mm. Um, I'm glad with yeah. what you've got as well. Why, why, why? why are you glad with what I've got? I'm just happy for you, Ross. See, right. this is what I mean. I'm not a dickhead. <laughs> I care about you. So, be happy. so yes, I won an auction, and I'm I'm going to spend a day, a county match, a day at the in the uh, directors and the players' lounge with free beer and food. We'll never see him again after this. I'll be like, oh, I'm not going to be doing the podcast anymore. I'm uh, I'm I'm head head of uh, head of fan media on a match day. I'm a Matt, Matt see- fan, me- fan media specialist. I'll see you there when I'm sat next to my mate, Mark. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Russ, Russ, come over. Have you, uh, have you, have you met Mark before? I have. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, he's just a bit it? busy. Leave him alone. He's a bit busy, Russ. I'll tell you when he's come over. <laughs> um, yeah, you just, Dave just said, what about Wooten? Wooten was, um, well, I think Wooten was one of the, you know, the difference last night. I mean, I know he scored the two goals. But, um, yeah, got a lot of stick early on in these early on this season, I think. Um, but he's starting to really, really come good now. I did see a stat. Has he been involved? Is the player that's been involved in the most goals and assists this season? Yeah, yeah. and he's our top scorer as well now. He's he's overtaking Paddy. So you can't argue with it, can you? I think he's only well, seven. Have... The top goal seven, seven, in the yeah. league. Yeah, so I reckon. He's going to get it, right? Bang, bang five in on Saturday. He'll be, he'll be nearly there. So a quick word on the so the, the league table actually, because you did, I saw someone on Facebook the other week say, "Oh, what, what's what's the point of people going on about the table like after we win a game?" So, well, should they just not have a league table and then at the end of the season you don't know if you've been promoted or not? Some some bod has just got the boffins have got to like get the supercomputer out and like work out. Imagine that. Imagine they did that in football and you just didn't know the league table until the end of the season and you're well, like, on the pitch waiting. Like when the radio's out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So so the league table now we Carlisle in third took a right hammer in at home to Mansfield last night four yeah. nil after 30 odd minutes. So now we are, yeah, we're in seventh. We're four four points of third with a game in hand, and then if we if we can beat Stevenage on Saturday, then we are just six points behind them. Albeit they've got a game in hand on us. Yeah, it's, it's game on. You no, know, we're doing we're doing that county thing of coming into form after Christmas. I th- I think we've had our second half. I think we've had our blips for each half of the season now. I hope so. Imagine where we'd be if we started the season well. Well, I'll tell you where we'd be. We'd be around third or second. Leighton Orient, they're going to run away with it, aren't they? I think they already have. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, mean, I, I said they, that back in September, they'll piss, they'll piss it later. You know, they, 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 they look the best, though, as well, don't they? So, yeah. Um, they look the best. Bit of stats on the game on Saturday. I probably should have done this when, when Matt was here. We have only ever played Stevenage four times competitively. Uh, we've never beat them. Courtesy of Hatters Matters, which if you haven't been on that website yet, and do get on that because it's really good. And he's uh, starting to put his articles through onto the Fan Hub app where you can get everything all at once as well. So uh, do look at that. But yeah, four competitive games, never beat them. I think it's time. It's time, goddammit, to beat them. Didn't he knock us out the FA Cup once when they were non-league and we were in the league? Well, when they were were Stevenage Borough. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Uh, 2003. Bloody hell. So I had hope then. I was just leaving school. (laughs) Not worn down. Not worn down by life (laughs) back then. Well, it's not, it's not life that's worn me down. It's just how I am as a person that's worn me down, I think. So it's self-inflicted. Wow. Yeah, yeah, like everything I do. <laughs> um, Phil Lloyd says, got to play all above us again except Northampton 2. So, yeah. Carlisle away is going to be huge. On a Tuesday night as well. Lake mm. Orient away is going to be huge. I mean... This... And they'll have the league won by them as well. So let's just say there's going to be some huge matches, isn't there? Yeah. Should we just should we just say that? Still got, still got Salford at home, haven't we? That's yeah. Comes Mansfield at home as well. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be good, man. It's going to be good. But this is what we this is what we want. This is why this is why we went through all the pain in National League North, all that sort of stuff, to get us to play these games. I'm looking forward to Rochdale away. I mean, I. Give my right arm for that uh, four or five years ago. And, and this is still just the start of it, comparatively, as well. If the, if the aim is the championship, then we, you know, when Stock took over in the National League, it's like the aim, the aim is the championship. Well, we're not quite halfway there yet. There's still plenty more to come. So wait till next yeah. season when we're playing like Ipswich and whatever other shite is in League One. I'm, I'm trying not to look at the League One table. <laughs> I, last last night, I very nearly looked at the bottom end of the championship table, just like who's coming down. Really? Ooh. Oh wow! Oh, no, best not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, um, this this is it. When you when you're known as the most positive county fan ever, <laughs> then this is when, when you're well known for that and, and for not being as much of a dickhead in person. Then yeah. <laughs> Just how it is, mate. You two wouldn't know about that. It's it's been a it's been a very positive uh, episode tonight. I like it. I like it. Of course, it has. Yeah, the most positive Cowans fan ever on. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm won. the most positive Stevenage fan ever. Yeah, and we can't remember the last time we lost, can we? Is it? Is it? Can't remember what it was. Um, Three weeks ago, was it? Yeah. So who knows? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> so it's all good. Soon as soon as something bad happens, it's it's oh, it's bad on here. It's really bad on here. Um, <laughs> shall we move on? Because we've not got much time left. Let's look at the poll. Talk about Ben Hinchliffe for a second. Um, is Hinchliffe the greatest county goalkeeper in our history? Now, people are yeah. getting. I notice a lot of people get best and greatest mixed up. Exactly. A lot. A lot. Thank you. Don't they? Thank you, Russell. Yes, thank you. So, me, me, and, me and Ben Walker covered this in our final episode of, of last year, the one we did over Christmas. And so, 
maybe, maybe yeah, go, go and have a look at that and you'll see. Because he, he he phrased it a lot better than gobshites like me could. But yeah, in terms of what he's achieved with the club and his longevity, yeah. he is our greatest. Yeah. We're not saying he's a better goalkeeper than Paul Jones or no. even Carlo Nash. No, no one's saying that. No one is saying that. What no. I'm saying is that in terms of what he's achieved, he's the greatest. But you know what, though, I was I was thinking about this a, a bit a bit deeper. All right, you've, you've, you know, if you if you look at the tick boxes, you've got appearances, clean sheets, um, how many years, that kind of thing. He's a he's a he's a League Two goalkeeper now, and we are seventh in the league. When we had um, Conrad Logan, and I'm not putting them in the same bracket, I'm just saying Conrad Logan was at Leicester. He was on loan to us, and he was a he was a League Two goalkeeper. He's gone from National League North to the top of League Two. If that doesn't demand respect as a goalkeeper, then we may as well all pack our bags and go home, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. So, um, people my... love it when he people love it when he when he does makes a mistake or or kicks out for a throw in once in a while because they yeah. that, they can jump on him. Then it's like like you just said, why don't you respect him more? Even if he wasn't, even if he's not great, which I think he is, even if he's not, he's he's done what he's done for us. Give him a break. Give him the respect he deserves. It really yeah. pisses me off. Yeah. I saw someone saying, well, half his games were against part-time teams. So, like, oh, do they not count then? <laughs> yeah. you know, we still if, be if playing him against people like yeah. him. I mean, we were a fucking part-time team. Yeah, you can only play what's in front of you. Against us. Yeah. So, yeah. What, what does that I think, say? Like, I, I think that's even more extraordinary that you, that, that as a National League North goalkeeper, you... And you 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 improve yourself that much and dedicate yourself to your discipline, and you stay at one place for that long that you end up two and a half divisions higher or whatever it is. You know, two division a full two divisions higher. Um, it's and he's still actually getting better. I can't believe it. It's thirty. Is he thirty five? And he's still getting better. Yeah, he he could be. He could be here for 10 years, couldn't he? Not from now, but I mean, in total, and get himself a testimonial. Well, yes, from now. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were positive, Dave. I mean, let, let's let's face it. I mean, you, let's be, you've got to be realistic as well. There are We're going to get a new goalkeeper at some point and it's gonna, he's going to knock the socks off Hinchliffe because we know there are better goalkeepers out there. Of course there are. That's just football. That's how you evolve as a football club and, and go up the leagues. My guess is he'll go the same way as Minion, Kino. Uh, Hogan, all coaching, probably somewhere at the club, and he'll have a job with us, probably for as long as he wants it. I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, in contrast, look at Crawley's keeper last night. I mean, particularly for well, for, for both goals, he looked bloody terrible. But in particular for the second for the header, oh my word! I mean. It, is, is that is that what people would rather have? The only the only keeper I've seen really that is up has been up there with Ben for me is the Bradford keeper who's got a county connection as well. So yeah, he wants to come here, doesn't he? You can tell by that interview he did. Yeah, hundred percent. There's, there's one to think there. about. Who's yeah. who's that then? Who's the uh, Lewis? Harry, Harry Lewis is it? So his yeah. his grand his granddad was Ken Mulhern, who obviously played for us in the wow. late sixties and is his is. He said, he said in an interview before the game with us the other week that he was his biggest influence, like growing up as a goalkeeper and stuff. And he said he's been to all sorts of places where his granddad used to play, and Stockport is the place he goes to where they still talk about his granddad and everything. Right. And it's yeah, you can you can tell he he fancies a bit of it. So once we beat him in the playoffs, we're not going to be in the playoffs. We're going to go in up as third. Remember what Mark Stott said. 
Well, no, but we're going to be so good that they're going to say, well, you might as well just decide the playoffs as well. So any, anyone who can beat County can <laughs> that's 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 how good we are. Say positive. Um so I'm gonna end the poll now. The poll basically yes 71%, no 29%. So uh, I think we're all in agreement. I think he is personally for the reasons I've stated. So 29% and, is still very high though. It's uh, yeah. anyway, the people have spoken, it's a democracy, isn't it? And the people yeah. have spoken, but they're wrong. <laughs> And we all know where democracy gets us. Just, I'm just pointing outside there. Just look, <laughs> at, it. look at it. One last comment. Uh, the drummer. So I saw a post by one person. So it has to be said. One person said, um, does the drum have to be drummed all of the match? Do we need a drummer? My 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 opinion is yes, we do, and I'm I like it that it's all match because it adds atmosphere. When it's not there, I feel like it's a bit empty to be honest. So I'm all for it. What about you? What do you think? I think we need it. I think if everyone's singing, you don't notice it. Well, last night the atmosphere was really flat for a lot of the game, mm. and all the drum was doing was was trying to get that atmosphere going. So yeah, I have no problem with it. And like you said, when they went to the they went to the pop side last season for a game, didn't they? And that showed how shit the cheerleader was without it because we've become so used to it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let them do it. That's the thing of, that's, that's the drawback of, you know, gaining new fans and the, some of the more touristy types, because we've all seen them, let's be honest, with the fucking packed lunches and the bobble hats. And, I, I mean, it doesn't really affect me because I can't hear anything over the voices in my head. So, <laughs> I'm right on the fence. I'm, I'm Keir Starmer in the arse out of it. I'm on the fence. Can we discuss Will Collar's song? Do you like it? I've, I've said it a million times. Hello, Black. I need a dollar. That's all you need to say. That, that's all you need to say. I, I don't, but yeah, it's, it's nice that he's got one anyway. He wants one and he's got one. Yeah. So. I mean, I think it was Dave Thompson came up with it and he came up with the Genius from Wales song. So he's obviously got a great song in him. Yeah. And this, I, I just think there's too many words for the, for the amount of syllables that there should be in the song. Right, but I'm not caught with anything better. What what what's what what is it? What what's the tune that it goes to? So you Winter did this Wonderland, last time in the Fraser Rossville one, and I can't remember what one is it. It's Winter Wonderland, isn't it? Yeah, there's only one Will Collar. I would have oh, yeah. paid a million dollars to see him play every week. With two magic with feet, both with his two magic feet walking in a collar wonderland. I mean, that's, that's good. I thought I thought it was two matching feet at first. Which made me think, oh, how's he so good at football? If I broke his feet, like, <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> He's really punching above his weight for someone with such an obvious physical deformity. I just think with a new song, though, you've got it's got to be something that everyone can get, you know, sing along with after hearing it a couple of times. Then it'll get going. I just think they spent too much time singing that song last night when no one knew it. Which maybe, but the drum has to do it. The, but back to the drum, it has to be there. These 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 songs are usually uh, sort of honed on away matches, aren't they? When there's a clump of you and it starts to sort of feed out and, and spread out, maybe yeah. we just need a few more away matches to get it to get it off up and running. See Rochdale, it could be it could be great yes. to sing there. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. Talking of which, that's the next Tuesday, isn't it? Yep. They won't have quickly, will they? 
No. Don't have Queenley, but no, lad Danny Lloyd who scored his first goal last night. Yeah. Do you know what? I, I, obviously, I wouldn't love it, right? But half of me would love it if he scored <laughs> and then he celebrates in front of us. Everyone will give him shit for it when they used to love it when yeah. it was us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, like, like I think I'd join in celebrating with him. Celebrate it for... Yeah, yeah, like... <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't because no I'd be the most positive fan ever. I'd probably just stand there smiling, thinking that's that's brilliant. That's because that's what that's yeah. what they do, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he'd do it to us though, to be fair. He does every interview he does, or podcast or whatever, he can't speak highly enough of us as a as a well, revi- revived his career. He was all set to retire before Jim brought him brought him to us. So Yeah. I'm 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 glad he's he's still in full time football. Obviously he's, he's had his injury problems. Yeah. And he so yeah, good, good on him, good on him. But just, just as long as he has a quiet one, ne- next he's allowed to score. Oh, if he's he's for. Yeah, if he's yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Consolation goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll take that. Take that. Coolio, right? Shall we wrap it up and announce next week's guest? Yes. Next week's guest has got a song, hasn't he? Yes, he has. Um, for those on the audio podcast, Nick and Dave were nodding as if to say in agreement that we should do that. Uh, doesn't work very well for audio. I'm just nodding. Um, <laughs> so next week's guest is... <laughs> well, we know who isn't the most positive podcast host ever. Ne- ne- <laughs> neither does rolling your eyes, Nick. <laughs> uh, yeah, next week's guest, we are delighted to welcome the one and only Roger Wilde to next week's podcast so that is definitely not one to be missed that will be quality that i think he brings his guitar yes yeah i could ask him if you want (laughs) make sure you bring your guitar we can have a little musical section can't we should we get rob britton on as well (laughs) yeah because i've all the bands Yeah, so that's uh, that's next week. Uh, we've got Roger Wilde coming on. Um, and as well, just a bit of an update, the seat that had the bird shit on it has now been cleaned. Yay! Which is I really think you should have made you clean it yourself. Just for... Well, it's not my seat. Know. It's Rob Britton's seat. <laughs> oh, was it? Oh, sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Britton's seat. And I remember, I remember a few years ago uh, when Dave... Remember, D- Dave had an issue with his bird shit seat. Do you remember? Yeah. Um, yeah, Dave. Dave Long used to be on the podcast. Um, I'm not sure if that ever got cleaned. I'm not sure. I don't know. I can't remember. No, no. He's, he's, he's just there, just just in a mountain <laughs> of bird shit every, every game. He's living. Stuck. Sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's not left Edgeley Park for like since like post lockdown. He's just he's just been stuck there. Yeah. Uh, maybe the the pigeon isn't a Palava fan. Maybe that's it. Maybe it was a magpie though. It was a magpie. Yeah. Did you catch it in the act? Or no, did, no. You, did you like t- no. taste it? Go, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. We saw it. We saw it. We saw it up stuck up there for for a while, and it and then they got rid of it. I was told. I was reliably informed, but we did see it. Yeah, there you go. It's, it's got anything to do with the dead rat on the pop side of the week? Oh the, yeah, the there's dead rat as well, the wasn't they? Yeah, you're gonna get this sort of stuff, though, aren't you? You're gonna get this stuff. Um, didn't see anyone mentioning that on the Edgeley Wildlife Reserve Facebook page. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Jamie Willis, basically, basically, Jamie's asking, "Have you got your vinyl yet from your ex?" <laughs> <laughs> I 
Got it. I've got. I've got. So I've got some of it. I need to go and get some. Let's not get into my personal life. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I am. I am on the market, ladies. Just look at this little face. What? What, what time? I th- the the uh, the produce all is really nice. If you ever... Yeah, yeah. And you got you got Notion. You got Doctor Feelgood as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nick's on the market. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the most positive single man in Stockport. Probably, yeah. Hepatitis B positive. (laughs) 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 Oh, good stuff. Uh, Right, Uh, Andrew Hotwood. Quick one before we go. uh, Was was the Magpie euthanized? Well, just just made it go and watch Crew. Same thing, isn't it? Probably, uh, probably killed itself after that. Yeah, <laughs> good stuff. Uh, predictions for Saturday before we go. I did say to Matt that we would do that, Dave. We're going to win 3 1. Okay, get more positive. Get more positive than that. I'm going to say 3 0. Um. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say we're gonna sneak a two-one win because they've not been great on the road and they've not been scoring that many either. He says. Eh, See that that explanation doesn't warrant a two-one win. That warrants a three-nil. It, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. No, yeah. but they're a good. No, but they're good. They're a good team. I think they'll score from a set piece. The big scores from set pieces. Yeah. In fact, listening to their other podcast this week, the Borough Pod. They are struggling in open play to score goals and create chances. So, if anything, it's going to come from a set piece. Um, so, yeah, I'm going with Phil Lloyd, actually, which is a nervy 2-1 nervy win. 2-1. Yeah, and Wagyu agrees with me. So, um, yeah, but anything more than that, I'll be more than happy. More than happy. Okay. Yeah. Dave, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me again. Hat-trick appearance. They normally do... Um... Balls don't match balls, don't they, on Soccer AM? Don't if you've noticed, this isn't Soccer AM. So, <laughs> I mean, I was, if, if, I was just being too positive. If you want balls, just stick that. around in the chat after. <laughs> 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 and on that note, um, thanks, everybody. Please do like and subscribe, like the, uh, the video, and if you're whatever podcast player you are listening to us on, please rate and review. It helps with the algorithms, and please share all our content. Merch coming soon. Get us on Patreon. Happy days. Happy days and good stuff, some might and say. Good stuff, good stuff, some might say. Um, see you later, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Staff Begara War is written and produced by Russ Johnson and Nick Lee. Our title music was composed by Dan Johnson. For more of our content, go to all the W's, scarfbegarawar.co.uk. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.